Welcome to the Chromecast, the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. This episode is brought to you by our awesome Patreon membership community, a place where you can join us in our passion for all things Chrome OS. We have simplified things a bit over on Patreon, and we are now offering two tiers. The first is our $2 stable sub membership that gets you ad-free access to the mobile and desktop versions of our website, chromeunbox.com. And the second is our $5 Canary Crew membership that adds access to our private Discord community in addition to the ad-free access. The Canary Crew is a place where you can chat and connect with the Chrome Unbox team and other Chrome OS enthusiasts, get early access to our YouTube videos, and help shape our content. We recently completely revamped the Discord server and have added some new categories and channels to make this server a true hub where you can stay up to date on everything happening in the world of Chrome OS. As part of this revamp, we've also added a seven-day free trial so you can check things out for yourself before starting your membership. So if you're a fan of our content and you want to help support our independent team, just head over to patreon.com forward slash Chrome Unboxed to sign up. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name's Joe, joined here today by Robbie. What's up? So, uh, this is, you're getting jet lag Joe today. Jet lag Joe. I didn't really seem like, I didn't feel like my voice sounded weird until I just started talking. And then I feel like, I I feel like it's, it's nasally or something. I don't feel congested. So the airplane was a, it was a, it was a long flight back home, eight hours and 50 minutes. And... I was telling Robbie yesterday. Yeah, two felt, weeks in Italy, boo for Yeah, here. I know, I know. The ride back with the, oh, was, was the worst sad. part. Oh God! Oh. It dried out my sinuses, and and my wife maybe has a little cold or something going on. I don't know, but jet lagged and not COVID. So just go ahead and just just you just run the show. I'm just gonna sit here. I got it. You just take a nap. What do you want? What do you want to talk about? <laughs> got some ideas robbie's been robbie's been manning the ship i mean yep, i've been doing like email campaigns been, dealing with some client yeah people things and it's crazy uh, man what else did i do um that was about it <laughs> yeah there was we had crap like, on the board oh i had to like take campaigns on and off oh, emails yeah. yep, yep. Like, stuff i don't uh, i don't normally do yeah it, i don't normally uh, talk to clients anymore <laughs> <laughs> i didn't talk to clients when i did client work it's robbie's preference <laughs> yeah. no offense no offense to those of you that i yeah. spoke with just just not my thing yeah yeah it's 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 i love doing it so it's it's just part of part of what i do but um but yeah we obviously with me being gone uh the last couple weeks we had one episode that we recorded two weeks ago before i left and put that one out but last week you if you're an avid listener you might have noticed we didn't put out a show but no show 
back on it. It's going to be nice. Like I don't have, <laughs> feel like I had freaking trip after trip there for a little while. The summer yeah, was, was very busy for me. It was crazy. Um, and yeah, but, I was curious just out of like in the midst of, you know, working in the office alone. So one day I was a little salty and I was like, I'm gonna go back and look here. And of the days since, uh, shoot, was it July? Did I go back to June? Did you have some trips in June? I had, yeah, I had family vacation. And that's when I went back to, I went yeah. back to whenever some of those things were. Yeah. And it was almost exactly 50% of the working <laughs> days you were gone. <laughs> it's like, I knew it. 50%. <laughs> It was it was I crazy. Was I had the fa- I had the family vacation thing, and then I had disc golf worlds, and then honeymoon. So oh, and then there's a fishing trip. Oh, yeah. and my brother's fishing trip. Yep, yeah. It was very busy. I am like, I had great experiences doing all of those things, but it's just like, I'm like I'm ready, happy to be home and to be like. Let's getting get, back in the get groove going. and like yep. that especially like if you listen to the last episode we've we've had some changes around here at chrome and box too so it's like it's you know the, a lot of those changes happen and then i <laughs> left for two weeks on yeah. honeymoon which is also like weird for you i'm sure because it was like trying to figure out this new normal and then i'm not here so you're right. just here by yourself so it was, anywho it it's like yeah it's just it's just nice i think to get like be back italy was incredible but there's just something about being back home and america America being back on some <laughs> some some American soil feels yeah. feels really good, um, but yeah, we're just we're like that. We've I, I think last week, not last week, last podcast we kind of talked about some of the changes and stuff. Obviously, this week we're not doing video. Like I want to figure out a, a great way of doing video with this. Um, some of the some of the Patreon stuff, doing some different things with yeah. Discord uh, is coming soon. We have a lot of ideas. Yeah, there's, there's some cool there's, stuff there's coming, stuff, but we have to. Yeah, we got to be careful um, and, and make sure that we're doing the core stuff yeah. the right way and maybe some different ways. Right. Um, and some maybe some better ways. Right. Um, I think. And then, you know, kind of build back out from there. And, yeah. and I don't want to, like, I, I've thought about this a lot in the last couple of weeks. Like, I don't want to consider this like a uh, like a rebuilding stage yeah. or anything like that. But it kind of is. It is. Like, whether, no, we, whether it we like is. it or not. Like, we've just had a lot of just this year it's been a lot of things changing and moving and uh and i think we're finally i think uh we we finally landed in a place where it's like okay we're done we're done shifting we're done with all that now now we look at what we have where we are and what we're doing and then we start moving forward so that some of that's going to come with some new yeah some new stuff new ideas new ways of doing things refocusing uh, reevaluating like taking a step back and looking at things um but I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited for it. Uh, it's been it's been good energy. It's no no knock to you like being gone, but yeah. like uh, Michael and I have had a great energy yeah. the the last couple of weeks. Yeah, you so. all were like crushing content. It was great. So it's been it's been good. It's been a good start to this whole new kind of refocused mm-hmm. version of of Chrome and Box that I'm very much looking forward to. Yeah, uh, seeing it mature. Yeah, and it's just like now that I'm like we're 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 back. I'm here. We're like ready to get rolling. Like next week we'll really. We, we kind of talked yesterday about a few priorities and it's, I'm just excited. And like we were talking about that yesterday. It's, it's very cool. And, I, you know, I, I recognize that not, not everyone has this uh, incredible uh, situation that we have, but it's so cool to be on a vacation and be coming home and flying home and like processing and thinking about what we need to be working on. And like, I'm excited. I'm excited right. to get back to work. I feel, I, re- I feel like incredibly refreshed and like yep. ready to get going and that's that's you know that's really cool that we <laughs> we're in this position and we we love what we do and and yeah i mean everyone listening obviously 
shout out to you all for supporting right. us. So, yeah. um, okay, let's dig into some news uh, from last kind of t- two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah, because yeah, I think weeks. the the July one on the bottom seventh was when, the last one we published. You, did you put that the the one fifteen video? You put that out first before you did the I copy. Did and, dry, like as far as publishing, yeah. yes, but we we didn't talk about it on the right. podcast. Yeah. I went back That's, and checked twice to make okay. sure. Yeah, so I, threw I was sitting here in. thinking about that as I read that. So threw that into the notes. Yeah. Um, because I think maybe that that thing can go down there. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, for sure. So let's start with um, some of the Snapdragon stuff that you've discovered. Yeah, just just published this this morning. Um, I've been kind of holding on to it. Um, again, like with some of the changes and stuff, like trying to figure out like when to drop certain things and spend time. Because this one, I needed to spend the time to write it and think through like what the ramifications are to some of the stuff. Um, and this morning just felt like a good time to do. Mm-hmm. It. Um, but yeah, the, uh, I think it was a week and a half ago I found, um, you know, I go through the commits and the repositories and look for the same stuff most of the time. You know, I'm like, I have a handful of things that I will go and search and it, you know, if something sparks, um, somebody comments or so, I see something that reminds me of something that we saw in development, I might go back and check that kind of stuff too, but I, you know, I try to get in there almost once a day. Yeah. Um, at this point, and there's just not a ton going on right now, and that's normal. Uh, summertime is usually kind of downtime. We don't see a bunch of new devices introduced. Um, I think the advent of Chromebook X, Chromebook Plus, is probably going to change a little bit in the uh, rhythm of yeah. when devices get introduced. But generally speaking, it feels like. Early in the year and then late in the year is when we start seeing like a bunch of new boards show up and then it's a nine to 12 month cycle mm-hmm. before they come out and we see a lot of new devices uh, sometimes towards the end of the year, but usually the beginning of the year get announced. And so most of the stuff that's going to get announced in January-ish uh, probably, or even if, I don't know, we don't see a ton of new stuff get announced. We see things go on sale in the fall. Um, and so like all that kind of stuff is obviously already in development like they're not going to start development on something they're going to announce uh in january so you know i there's not a ton of stuff going on so when something pops up like it stands out a lot and so i was doing just random searches and you know curious to see how uh the the stagnant development over the last couple of months of hero brine boards were going and so if you're listening to this and going, oh, what's, what's a hero brine i don't even know what that is uh, I know it has to do with uh, Minecraft. Yeah. Um, all the other boards around this this board. So, but this board is the main board uh, for the SC seventy two eighty, which we didn't know what it was for a little while. Seventy one eighty was the Snapdragon Gen one, uh, the seven C, and then the seven C Gen two came out. And we we're like, okay, maybe yeah. that's a seventy two eighty, but that didn't match up at all. And then we started seeing some stuff about when Qualcomm initially announced <clears throat> the this. Snapdragon 7C plus Gen 3. Uh, they great, officially announced it. Great, great naming. naming. Great naming. Just watch Just nailed the 7C Gen 3. Yeah. It's the Gen 1, Gen 2, Gen 3. Why? What? What's the plus? Why? Why? Like, why? Why throw that in there? Or did you it's have just a seven C Gen three and you Already, just skipped yeah. it and made a plus? Like what? I, whatever. Yeah. No one would know. Just call it anyway. It doesn't really matter now for us anyway. Um, and so. Uh, Hero Brian is the development board uh, for that processor, so that that group of boards. Uh, we figured out seventy two eighty was seven C Gen three uh, through a couple different things, but um, some of the the cores and all that kind of stuff lined up, and then and uh, support for NVMe was added, and that's one of the key differentiations right. for seven C Gen three yeah. versus Gen two. It's like okay, clearly that's what this is. 
cool, we're seeing a bunch of Chromebooks on it. And so it, it got to the point where there was Hero Brine, which was the main uh, baseboard, and then there were six boards under development. Let's see if I can remember them all. I do not have this pulled up in front of me. Let's see what we have. Let's see what he's got, Evoker. Folks. Again, I don't know Minecraft. I'm sure anybody in Minecraft's like, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Evoker, Zombie, Villager, Hoglin, Piglin, and Senor. That's pretty impressive. Got dude. it. And so I've been trying to keep an eye on these things, but as I've looked at each individual board and tried to follow, I've noticed in the last couple of months, I'm like, sure ain't anything happening. Now, granted, <laughs> they've been a little quiet in here. They've been in development for a while, so yeah. sometimes that happens. Like right. they'll basically get the thing ready, and it's like, well, we don't want to launch it for another couple of months, and so little tweaks will happen or whatever. But if sometimes those things happen on the main board and just trickle down to the to the sub boards, basically, and so you don't you don't see a whole lot. So I was like, well, maybe we're just close to seeing six new Chromebooks come right. out, you know, and yeah, that's not the case. Um, <laughs> I was just, I don't even know how I came across, oh, I, I was just searching here, O'Brien, uh, to see if anybody, anything came, came up uh, about that and, you know, right at the top, cancel uh, or uh, stop or cease work yeah. on here, O'Brien boards, you know, this board's dead and it's them basically just deleting everything, getting rid of that and stuff and then, uh, yeah, so there was one other commit that basically it's another, just a different system, basically deleting all the stuff that would go with, with all those boards. And so just like that, a whole a whole generation of uh, arm power Chromebooks is tanked. Um, and I'm a little bummed. So what happened? What do you know. think, if you had to guess? I don't know. Um, I put in the post that I got to do some digging. I did at least look, like for five minutes before I published, there is... There's still work being done on a chip that's internal SC8280XP. 80, so 8180, 8280, 8280, 8280X, 8180X, all that stuff. It kind of can put the things together. SC72, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What's the 7C? You know, the 7s of the Snapdragon 7 compute. Uh, so Snapdragon 8, follow it with other, any numbers and letters. Probably Snapdragon uh, 8C, 8CX, whatever. Um, and, and so we did a post six months ago when we first started seeing some of the stuff for, clearly they were they were doing something with Snapdragon 8 uh, compute platform. Um, my thought at that point in time was maybe there are certain pieces of the 8 compute platform that work for the 7C and it was just easier for them to use that those bits of code that are already upstreamed. Yeah. And that's why there were references, because there were references to the Snapdragon 845. There were some references I found, like Snapdragon 870-something. Like, So it wasn't like, I, didn't, I don't think because we saw those things, because originally the first Snapdragon Chromebooks were built around the Snapdragon 845. If you remember, that processor was in like the Pixel 4? 3? 3. 4 is 855. Oh, so yeah. Pixel yeah. 3. So Pixel 3 time frame, so get your mind in that time frame. That's when we started seeing Snapdragon stuff for Chromebooks. And it was like, okay, Snapdragon 845 was it. I can't remember the name of it. Cheza? Yeah, it's Cheza. Cheza, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Was that board. That all morphed into all the different stuff that, that came with the Snapdragon 7C. And when they announced those compute platforms, it's like, okay, that's they ditched Cheza stuff. But they, you know, there was a lot of work that was done that still worked. But because of all that, when I started seeing some of these other Snapdragon things, I'm like, well, they could just be using bits and pieces from other right. things to, yeah. to shore up. Because it's clear they're, they're making 7C Gen 3 Chromebooks, no doubt. So now that those are canned, um, and there's not actually been a lot of movement on any of them, um, I looked, and uh, the SC8280XP 
which I'm assuming is one of the higher end because that's a higher number and more letters at the end. Because <laughs> yeah. there's some in there with an X yeah, at the end. This right. one has XP. So I'm like, because there's 8CX, I don't whatever. It's it's definitely an, uh, an, a Snapdragon 8 compute chip. There's, I don't know, there were like eight or nine commits just from today around that. And so I'm like, I need to do some more digging and see if perhaps simply the way that they did with um, previous generations where they looked at it and went, hey, this, this either isn't working or we've shifted and thought, you know, that we need to stop going for this part of the market. Because you got to remember MediaTek's in here. So mm-hmm. in, in, in the part of the story, I feel like we've had this TikTok kind of thing. So you had um, MediaTek was the first ARM Chromebooks that we saw. You had the Lenovo Chromebook Duet, which is the poster child for like probably the most popular ever ARM Chromebook. We forget the rock chips. Those were a thing, but yeah. I'd rather forget those. Um <laughs> And so the the Duet was the first, I feel like, super successful ARM-powered Chrome OS device. And and it was MediaTek. And so it was kind of like, well, MediaTek's, you know, the ARM chip for Chromebooks. Well, and then, you know, the Duet 3, which is the successor of that, and then the Duet 5, which is, I feel like, a better version of the Duet tablet in most ways, uh, as long as you don't mind a 13-inch screen. Those were both Snapdragons. Right. And then the HP, HP was kind of a dud. The HP was great hardware-wise, that X2 11 fantastic in every way it had the gen one snapdragon in it and it was not good um but we didn't i'm trying to remember if we saw any gen 2 snapdragon clamshells i don't think we did there was the gen one snapdragon clamshell the acer 513 the first one Uh, a little silver real Mm -hmm. lightweight but it was so slow uh gen 2 fixed a lot of that stuff and so it was like okay well we we were mediatek heavy for a while and then we had the the, uh 8188 Uh, i wrote a deal about that that Chromebook, uh, clamshell Acer 514. I still love that. I got it out. I got it out and dusted it off and was messing with it. I'm like, this is a great Chromebook, you know, and it's a mid-range MediaTek chip, great battery life, uh, gets along fine. You have the Acer 513, which was the only uh, uh, Companion 1380. Mm-hmm. It's still an awesome device. Like, yeah. it's got all the good stuff from the 713 people loved, but ARM battery life and no fans and a little bit thinner chassis, it's kind of disappeared as far as where you can buy it. I don't I hate that they kind of just gave up on that Chromebook yeah. so quick. Anyway, that's a different story. And then you've got the HP that came out with the twelve, the Companion 1200. But we haven't seen like a slew of MediaTek no. Chromebooks. It's just, you know, we've had some. And so it was like, well, both are going to play. You know, like it, it's it's not like we have 20 MediaTek models and then right. these two Snapdragons. Or we don't have 20 Snapdragons and there's two MediaTeks. It felt like it was kind of balanced. Um, and so I just I have a hard time believing in that because you know we're tracking Geralt and the MT8188 which will be called the Campanio something um, I guess is probably Campanio like 1000 maybe or something yeah. or 1100 yeah, 1, it maybe. should be a little bit lesser than the 1200 uh, as far as performance but um, those devices likely probably end of the year best case likely CES kind of stuff uh, and so we've got those coming which is cool I'm excited about that we're starting to see a few uh, we've got two of the MediaTek Companion 520 mm-hmm. Chromebooks, clamshell or convertibles here, um, and so we're st- we're seeing a lot of MediaTek influence, and and we do understand um, at a deeper level that MediaTek is invested in Chrome yeah. OS, and Google is happy to do work with them. Yeah. Like we get that that's that that is a, that's a thing and that's happening. So MediaTek's not going anywhere, but. I still don't look at that and go, well, there's no room for Qualcomm. Right, yeah. Like, what? Qualcomm would put, put out a chip. It would, yeah, just, yeah, just it would one or two. Yeah. Um, so 
I have a hard time looking at all of that and going, yeah, they're, they're probably just done. You know, they're finished with this. And so I don't think that's the case. Um, my hope is they've looked at it and gone, okay, maybe MediaTek got a little ahead of us. Because I, I, don't, I don't know enough about how what goes on behind the scenes either. Like, I don't know how these things work when Acer or HP decides they're ready to build an ARM-powered Chromebook. They want a fanless, thin, blah, blah, blah. I guess they talk to Google, but then at some point they got to talk to the chip maker and decide how they're going to build their, their baseboard and all that kind of stuff. And so I'm sure money comes in at those points. Yeah. Like how much is it going to cost us to do a run of 10,000 of these or 5,000 or whatever? And they start looking at price points. And so my guess maybe is that somewhere along the line, the, the ones from Snapdragon or from Qualcomm were maybe a little bit more expensive than what MediaTek was doing. And they were just, everybody went over to MediaTek because there's enough Geralt boards or not, there's enough Geralt hardware that's been tested that I know that at least a couple companies are probably already yeah. working on devices. It's, like it's not just Lenovo or not yeah. just Acer. We don't know yet because yeah. there's no other boards off of it, but all the MediaTek boards have always done this. It's one thing. Like, I remember the, the 8183 that was in a bunch of different devices. It was Kukui, and it was Kukui in development for a long time, and then all of a sudden it just splinters, and all these other boards come out. Um, same thing with the 828 Spherion, I think was its, was what it was called. And it was like, when are we going to get a Chromebook with this? And we only got a couple. Uh, I think there were only three devices with that 800 level chip in it, but they all didn't. They all showed up right at the end. And so Geralt will likely be the same thing. Like mm-hmm. we'll we'll see it keep getting developed. We're looking at the hardware they're testing for this baseboard and going, okay, it looks like there's at least a, a Duet three and Duet five sequel coming, um, and then there's some other pieces of hardware that would indicate it's probably getting tested in some other stuff too and so that maybe three or four devices come off of this board but again you know if if those companies have said hey our arm aspirations are going to media tech for now because the price point's right and we feel like the performance blah 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 whatever then qualcomm's got to back up and go okay how do we get active in this space again because Qualcomm's spending a lot of money on compute platforms. They keep trying to make Windows yeah. devices that keep failing. Yeah. And I'm like, talk about a platform that is like built for these compute chips you're, that you're they're making. You're telling me the, the always, always connected, connected PC isn't the future? That has that has tons of battery? No, the always connected Chromebook, though. Something there, for sure. And yeah. Qualcomm knows enough and makes great chips. Like, the Gen 2 was like this close to yeah. being fantastic. Like it needed a little bit more power and a couple small things. And I'm like, so that was why I was hoping the Gen 3 would deliver yeah. on all of those things. And it doesn't have to be a, an 8CX platform. But you know what? If they're making that for a Chromebook, I'm all ears. Because, yeah, it'll be a little more expensive. But the the, the 8 compute chip, like for them, well, I mean, it would be on probably on par with... 11th gen like core i3s and stuff like that like it's going to be fast and battery efficient easily connected and that would be awesome um but that would need to be a flagship device you know you're not going to make a 300 dollars snapdragon 8 cx chromebook for 300 bucks like it's just not going to happen so all that stuff has to kind of come into focus and 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 work out and so i'm going to dig around and see if i can find i mean they wouldn't be continuing if they're going to shut down 7 7c development there's no reason they would be still doing stuff with the eight. There's just no reason. Why would they continue? If 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 Qualcomm was done, they'd be shutting all that stuff down, and they're not. And so, I don't know. I'm I'm hopeful um, that that's not the end. Yeah. Uh, of of Qualcomm and Chromebooks, because uh, 
ultimately, I think, you know, MediaSec is probably in a better space right now to attack Chrome OS, but they also need, you know, a, a, a little bit of competition yeah, in the sure. space. Like, just like Intel, I think, needs AMD to keep trying to make better Chromebooks. There's there's one that we're, we're going to do a video on next week that yeah. I like a lot, yeah. you know, and it's, it's, it's kind of a regurgitated uh, AMD processor in that thing, the Ryzen 7 uh, series, 7,000 series, but I've really enjoyed it. And the price point's really low and it's $500 and it's the, you know, the, the CX 34 vibe Chromebook, you know, the, which I was really uh, happy with in the review right. time. Yeah. Um, good device. it's that chassis in Navy and then take a couple features out and then put this AMD processor inside. It, it's been really good. Yeah. Uh, it's a really good device down, yeah. and it starts at 500 bucks right. and it's been on sale for the majority of the time it's on sale right now for $300. Like when I use that, I'm like this for $300 is dumb. It's so dumb how cheap that Chromebook has been since it launched. And so Intel needs that. Like Intel needs the, the a reason to approach Chromebook makers and be like, okay, we can cut you a deal if you do this. Like if there's no competition then they keep driving their prices up and we get back to that realm where good Chromebooks are like 700 bucks all right. the time. And I don't, I know Google doesn't want that. Um, I think Chromebooks are most competitive when prices are competitive. Yep. Like when you don't have to have that argument, oh, well, it can't do whatever. Yeah, well, yeah, it's $300. So find me a PC that can do anything well for $300. You won't uh, unless it's old and used and, you know, whatever. And, I, and so I think, you know, this competition is necessary. So I, I really hope Qualcomm's not like going away. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, if they're not, I'm not... I'm not entirely sure, what's sure the game why you would pull this strip out here, unless yeah. the, they found a fatal flaw or something. And I, I, I've not seen a PC or anything with a 7C plus Gen 3. Like it just, I don't know. So there could be deeper problems with right. the chip, the SOC. Something like something's wrong. Um, but yeah, it's done. It's it's shot. So there there are no like, you, there are no other devices with that chip in it? Like I'm, PC I've just not or anything seen any. Um, I, I that's a good point. I'll, I'll look and see just if be, I can find anything. Yeah. Like, I'm just curious if, like, you know, the development just got too long. And Yeah, I mean, they announced it in um, December of 2021. So it went the entire year, 2022. Up and in here the we front sit, office, we sat and yeah. watched that presentation. And here we sit in August. Was that the Hawaii one? No, no, that was, that that was, was the, the first 7C. Yeah, okay. Um, but we, we kind of skipped through another one like it. Yeah. Um, Aloha. He <laughs> kept saying aloha. Just stop, please stop. Yeah, I yeah I I just I wonder if yeah if if maybe development was just not progressing the way they wanted, or maybe they did find a flaw or something in there. Just like all right, we're we're moving on to the next thing. Yeah, and, it'll, and it's I, I think it's a good like I do want to check. Um, I'll look around and see if there were any Windows devices yeah, with just with to see specifically. If the, the 7C plus right. Gen 3. Like, did anything did, get released? Did it, it get out in the world? Yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> like, if, if it's not out there at all, it would make me think maybe on a deeper level, maybe something happened. Something yeah. went wrong, and Qualcomm's like, look, we, we're not, we're not going to fab this chip. Yeah. Uh, it didn't make it past development stages or whatever. I don't know. I want to say I've asked, asked you this question before on the podcast, but how much do these chips cost? Do we know? Can we find that anywhere? Um, not firsthand, I don't think. Yeah. But we could we could probably do some digging. I'm I'm just curious, know, like what I the know, price difference is for MediaTek versus Snapdragon. I would I would imagine percentage wise, it's something similar to Intel and AMD. It's right. not like 
a wild amount of money. It's not like, oh, the same Chromebook with these two chips is going to be $300 difference. Right, right. But it, on the manufacturing side, it might be $50, right. $100 different, something like that. When? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I would assume, and I'm making assumptions, because used to, Qualcomm and Snapdragon chips were cheaper. Like, that's why they got popular in smartphones. Like, they were a cheaper option for, for phone companies to make. And so, um, I know in the, since they really started to try to dig in and become, like, one of the biggest chip makers, you know, the most influential chip makers in the world, their prices have gone up. I know that. That's why a lot of companies have tried to move, like, that's why Google has moved away. They can say it's all about vertical integration and all that kind of stuff. And it's better for our AI and stuff. No, it's not better for your bottom line. Yeah. Uh, for you to for you to fab or not fab but to to design your own chips and go with frankly an inferior SOC. I mean, right now, even the Tensor Three when it comes out will be a year behind, yeah. year and a half behind what Qualcomm's Snap, doing. Stuff, when yeah. that new Snap, they'll they'll launch Tensor Three, and then Qualcomm will launch whatever new. I guess it'd be eight Gen Three will be coming out. Yes, so doing eight plus or eight plus Gen Two, I think, or I don't know. What's in What's in this? It's a Gen 2. Gen 2. So, yeah, I think it'll be Gen 3. It'll probably it'll be, be Gen 3, yeah. Uh, unless they launched Gen 3 already. I don't know. It's hard to keep up with something. I don't, yeah, we don't keep up with the phone stuff <laughs> very much. Um, but whatever it is, it'll, yeah. it'll be, I, and I've heard rumors that the, whatever the latest thing that's going to be coming from Snapdragon is finally going to, like, catch up to Apple's stuff. Yeah. Current stuff. And if they that do that. Cool. That would be very cool. It'll be them and, and Apple. It kind of in their own league when, when it comes to fabbing um, uh, silicon. And so, I don't know. Um, you know, I it, for a company doing that kind of stuff, obviously they, they have a lot of resources tied up in, in pushing products forward. And it doesn't matter if they're making chips for Chromebooks or PCs. Mainly they need money to keep moving the needle with, with phones, with smartphones. To, that, you know, Qualcomm can't afford for Samsung not to put, I mean, They've, they've distanced themselves enough that Samsung doesn't even use their own stuff right. overseas. Used to, it was Exynos overseas. Qualcomm came into the U.S. market. Now, like, the S23 is all Qualcomm across the board now for the first time. And so that that just tells you quite a bit about how far ahead they really are yeah. when it comes to anything other than Apple. Uh, and if they can close that gap down, I mean, that's considerable. Yeah. Um, and, and I think they'll do it. I really do. I think they'll catch up. But... <clears throat> in the process it costs money yeah which means you gotta start charging more for everything even your lower end processors and that could that just could be it it could be they finally went hey for the 7c gen 3 thing it's gonna cost xyz and, and the manufacturers are like it's not feasible right it's not a big enough of a jump in performance for us to charge that much more because it, it, because we can put an intel processor in here right. these n100 and 200 processors uh, they don't need batteries uh, or batteries <laughs> they don't need no batteries, batteries. you they heard are, first folks <laughs> They don't need batteries. You have to plug them into the wall. Nope. And they just run on air. <laughs> it's wild. It's a new form of fusion. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Uh, no. Uh, they don't need fans. Yes. Uh, they don't need fans and they have wild battery life. Um, and so, I mean, yeah, Intel small core stuff isn't necessarily ARM. But if it has the same benefits, end users don't care. It doesn't matter. And so if, if Chrome OS is going to run super well, which it does, by the way, uh, on an N100 or an N200 chip, 
I still advocate like put them in tablets exactly. then put them in these slim form factors like yes they're great for education devices and the big chunkers that you know can throw on the ground and they don't break but also take that chip and, and use it the way you would an arm chip because it has the same capabilities and Intel just I don't know that yeah. hasn't that hasn't materialized and until they do you know these arm chips have this window a place to fill um, and you know if if that's the case and there's other players in the game and Qualcomm's like, well, here's our, our chips are expensive. Manufacturers are just going to look at that and be like, nah, yeah. can't. And maybe that's what happened. And, I don't know. And, and you, you also have to remember like how much the, <clears throat> how much the, the Chromebook market has changed since <laughs> 2021. Like, you know, there's, there's, there's been a, um, I feel like over the last two years, especially like we had some of these super high end devices, but then we just and we yeah. talked about it extensively on a few episodes ago. Just this this middle market of, of Chromebooks just oh yeah really coming into its own and yep. and maybe that shift in the market Qualcomm just that that chip didn't fit into that strategy. Yeah. You know, and maybe. so it's like well maybe we'll just cut it. It's just know. wild to see that many devices. Like right. so, like if right. MediaTek was like eh, MT eighty one eighty eight, we're out, we're out. Yeah. Technically, it's only one baseboard. Right. Like, it's like, well, I mean, that didn't work out. That's happened with other ones. It's sure. fine. Didn't didn't happen. This was a baseboard and six boards yeah. that have been in development for nearly a year, all of them. To see them just go away, it's like, man, something yeah, something, something went sideways. Uh, if anybody's got a tip, let us know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know that we'll, we'll ever know. Yeah. Uh, stuff. I, I don't know that any board this far along in development with this many... Uh, branches has ever been canceled like this outright um but that's where we're at yeah <laughs> that's where we're at and that's uh we may not get answers well, <laughs> the, the the silver lining to me was you know the 7c excuse me gen 3 i thought would have been our neighbors man yeah we had lunches bur- we had burgers for lunch <laughs> um, but i i really thought like i mean you talk about a perfect chip assuming it kind of has a lot of the characteristics of the gen 1 gen 2 i mean it's gonna make great tablets not a single one of those devices was a tablet in development they're all clamshells or convertibles um and i'm I'm not talking like clamshells and convertibles but arm chips like to me it's like yeah put them in a tablet android apps yeah put them in a thing that i can like run apps on play games and consume content and like do all the stuff that i would do like with a pixel tablet or something like that and and so none of them were that so it's not like i'd be a little more heartbroken if it's like oh I knew there were new cap- just tablets lost, coming. Like, three tablets. And all the yeah. tablets are gone. Right. Um, that that would be sad because I'm still waiting, still waiting for that tablet. And I hope the one. I hope the experience isn't ever like uh, the Pixel Fold was. Where I wait, 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 <laughs> and I build it up in my mind, and I get it and go, oh, I don't oh, like it. No, <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> this thing sucks. <laughs> no, it doesn't suck. It, it it's just not for me. It's uh, yeah. but it's also not for you. Yeah. And then I lent it to Josh here in the office. Not for him either. <laughs> I've yet to find within, somebody that's like, I love this thing. Within our, our group, not looking good. No. Um, so, yeah, there you have it. That's kind of everything we know right now with the Snapdragon stuff. I, if we if we get... You just found this stuff of them canceling it? Uh, we, it's like a week, week and a half old. Like, Do you think if they if there's something else that might happen, will it happen sooner rather than later, or will it be like in the fall development time? If, if, like something new, yeah. Um, God, I would I would assume that they're already in the process of it. But right. I mean, from a development standpoint, there's no way they're shifting gears and going to do something by the end of this year. I don't 
I don't think, because I've never found a, a device or a baseboard tied to any of the yeah. um, the eight C boards. Yeah, I've only found development of right. some of the features of those boards. So, because their events normally in December, right? Instead of December, yeah. late, late so, November. Yeah, so they could. I could see them maybe in December yeah. announcing to say, "Hey, we're we're Here's, developing the eight C, blah blah blah, whatever the next thing is, and we're going to include Chromebooks yeah. this time." Like, right. I could see that announcement happening, and then and the then sometime in twenty twenty four, we see. Right. Yeah, that's what I was sitting here thinking. Like, if there is, I wouldn't hold your breath right now if you were had been following any of these. No, if you're waiting for another Qualcomm Chromebook, yeah. you need to just check out some of these MediaTek yeah. devices that are coming. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of cool Chromebooks yeah, uh, for for good prices yeah. and hopefully early next year we're going to see some i think we're going to see some really good tablets yeah. i really do for uh, sure so if any of those things are what you're looking for there's yeah. there's plenty of that qualcomm's just not going to be in the conversation for a little bit right right so let's switch gears and talk um let's talk a little bit about what do we have next the lacrosse stuff let's do cro- lacrosse yeah yeah. because I I, the, the conversation we were having last night <clears throat> i want to flesh that out so we were over um kind of catching up uh with with kenny if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you've heard you us mention Kenny. Kenny. Old Kenny uh, went over to his office, and we're just kind of catching up. And I don't know how we even got talking about lacrosse. I don't. I don't remember what. Uh, like some of the things you some, were talking yeah, about were like something to do with a Chromebook getting older. I don't remember. I, whatever. You're buying an old Chromebook or school yeah. Chromebooks or yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because that's that's my main thing. I want to see them. I want to see them get to. Uh, hey, we just got invited to an event. Um, mm, Qualcomm? <laughs> no, I don't think I can say. Yeah, let me see. Let me see. Where is it? <laughs> this is the benefit late of late September, but I can't. Oh yeah, I okay. can't say what that is. Yeah. Probably I haven't read the email, so I can't say. What yeah, it is. Uh, but no, it's not. Not it's, I can tell you, it's not Qualcomm. It's not <laughs> Qualcomm. <laughs> <laughs> We've never been to a Qualcomm event. We haven't. I I got in contact with um with with a rep and they were probably like yeah we're gonna cancel those yeah no it was that was like two years ago whenever i first went to mediatek the summit and then that the the hawaii event was that week after so there was a lot of people going out there and i messaged a few of the folks that i met there at the mediatek event asking for some contacts and yeah um and yeah so like we got in contact with some folks and we were like hey like if there's ever anything with like chromebooks or like anything we need to be aware of let us know and it's just kind of been yeah we had, a, we had a contact way back in the day. You remember that guy? I don't mm-hmm. remember his name. I don't. I do not remember his name, but, but I, I know exactly. The what you're Chromebook talking. we talked about, Chesa. Uh-huh. So he reached out. Oh yeah. Funny, he reached out. We got on a video call. He told us he had that development Chromebook right off camera. He's like, I can't show you, but I do have it here. And, and Snapdragon uh, Chromebooks are coming. You know, it's like, yeah. oh my god, this is crazy. Yeah. And then he disappeared. And then he was gone. <laughs> like, which happens. Which happens with like. But he wasn't a rep. Oh, like, he was a Qualcomm guy. Yeah. Oh, dang! I didn't yeah, realize that. So I thought he was a re- uh, PR was like, guy. I didn't. I didn't beg him. He 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 volunteered it to me. So I don't know. I hope he didn't get in trouble. <laughs> I really do. Like Chromebook box. Because we didn't get anything no, from it. Yeah, it wasn't. And he didn't. We he didn't probably publish did, anything. He probably didn't say anything. He wasn't supposed to. I don't think I don't that know. he did. But he may not have supposed to reach out to begin right. with. I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah. So event. Late event. Interesting. Um, yes. <clears throat> so yeah, lacrosse. Um, so give give like a big picture of what it is, and if people haven't heard of it at all. So these things are weird to hold. Like they this. are. You almost you almost have to like grab it here and then hold it to the side. Yeah, there you go. Like a rock. This song. is why we need video. I know. <laughs> I was like, we're not on video. I can lounge. I oh, dude, I've been, sit up. I've been. My my mic just about fell over a second ago. Just rest this on my belly. Yeah, there you um, go, belly mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so yeah, the uh, the the whole across thing. I looked at it. It's been two years. Oh my gosh! Almost. Yeah. I think September-ish or something like that of twenty twenty one. Um, since we first heard of it. So it's probably been in development for even longer. But the idea being lacrosse is um, Linux and Chrome OS. So Chrome OS gets referred to as CROS uh, internally a lot. So Linux and Chrome OS. And so <clears throat> the idea being back then, they didn't say what it was. We saw it in development. Um, but everybody kind of put two and two together. Mm-hmm. Um, you're getting a Linux version of Chrome um, standalone that will run in Chrome OS. Yeah. So at first we were like, oh, well, it's going to run in the Linux container. Or it's going to do, mm-hmm. it's just a Linux binary. Um, it's a, it's a, an app developed for Chromebooks. Now, you know, it's, it's not like they um, open this kind of stuff up to where anyone can build apps for Chromebooks. This is the Google team doing this. Uh, but the idea being at the end of all of it, we have a standalone version of Chrome that runs on your Chromebook. As it stands right now, Chrome is obviously deeply embedded into the OS. <laughs> the, the whole taboo of it's just a browser right. what, was, well, was. was true for a yeah. while. <laughs> when it first was built, sure. it literally yeah. was that. It, you opened it up and you're in you're in Chrome. And so it was uh, the, the early stages, it was more, here's a, a particular version of this Chrome OS browser that also has some settings right. different from the browser. Um, and then as it evolved, obviously they built a lot of this stuff and it's just intertwined into Chrome, Chrome and Chrome OS. Like they're, they're stuff that you normally would have to go, okay, we got to pass through the API of the OS in order to do this thing with the Chrome browser that we built for Apple or the one that we built for windows or the one we mm-hmm. built for Android or mm-hmm. they didn't have to do any of that stuff. Cause it's just like built into the whole thing. And so the problem obviously with that becomes updates. You can't, they can patch Chrome like that. I mean, yeah. if, if, there's a zero day patch for Chrome. They just like, oh, cool, we'll send it. Well, right now for Chrome OS, they have to also make sure that that patch works with the rest of the OS, and they're not going to bork anything that that works on a deeper level with your, I don't know, your wallpapers yeah. or your virtual desks <laughs> or your, your windows. Or, <laughs> I, it, there's a hundred different ways they're connected, and so um, this, the work started, and it became pretty apparent. Like that's that's what they're going for, and eventually they'll break this thing off and. They can maybe at that point, yes, you keep an AUE for uh, your auto uh, update expiry date. Um, you keep that for the OS and the device. But Chrome, the main thing that connects you to the internet, where the security vulnerabilities exist, can stay can, updated. Yep, no big deal. Um, and then two years go by, <laughs> and we've been we've been keeping an eye on it. And, and as I get into the repositories, I look, and when you look, uh, when I search for anything related to Ash, which is the code name, the internal code name for the UI for yeah. Chrome OS, um, I'll search and see like it was just pages and pages and pages of lacrosse this, lacrosse that, lacrosse this. It's like okay, cool. I, it was enough for me to look and go. They're working on it. It's it's in process. Where it's at in the process, I have no idea. And when they're ready to say something, they'll say something. Uh, Kevin over at About Chromebooks uh, figured out that with, he found a couple commits where they they made it pretty plain that they're like ready to start officially rolling it out. Like you've been able to turn on flags and and use it for a while. Uh, But they kind of made it official that they're going to do some stuff, some real stuff, probably in in 116, which will be next week, two weeks. And so I was like, okay, they might be ready to start this process. Don't know what it's going to look like, but you know, they'll they'll begin the process of rolling out lacrosse. And I've used it. It's been a six, eight weeks since I used it last. Um, you turn it on, 
It, it shows up as like the little canary chrome down in your shelf. But when you use yellow. it, it... It looks no different. Like when they first launched it, it was terrible. It was, jank. Yeah, it was all weird. Fonts were weird. The sizing of things didn't make sense. It it basically doesn't look it doesn't look or feel any different. Like you you can't if if I ran it and showed you two Chromebooks, one on Lacrosse and one on the Chrome OS Chrome browser, you wouldn't know. The only giveaway is the the uh, switcher, uh, uh, the profile Account switcher. switcher yeah. um, and you know, for users like Joe, yep. that that becomes a a pretty important piece yep. to the puzzle because now you can have different instances of Chrome, which you can't yep. do in a Chromebook right now. You can you can change your entire <laughs> account, which means basically logging in another account and I moving made that entire one video desktops. About the, the quick switch. Yeah, you can do it. Accounts. But to me, that's nowhere near as succinct as having like, a, and it's mainly for like bookmarks and history and all that kind of stuff in Chrome, the browser uh, that you want to have attached to your work account and your mm-hmm. personal account. And, I've always just operated. I just do everything in my main personal account, and then I log in my work accounts and I switch Chrome accounts boxes, yeah. in in applications where it's necessary, and that works fine for me. But I do see the intrigue of yeah. you know being able to set it up the other way and and have bookmarks that are for work, and then when I'm logged into my personal account, I have bookmarks and passwords and stuff that are for that. You know, like you can, you'll be able to do all that stuff the same way that you do on literally every other version of Chrome except for the Chrome OS one. So. Uh, that stuff will fall in line, which would be great. But then mainly, uh, once this thing rolls out and is, is available, we'll finally, I think, again, Google has not come out and said this. They have not said that this is the reason, but this is clearly probably the reason. Um, you'll be able to say, hey, my, my AUE hit last month. I stopped getting Chrome OS updates. doesn't matter. Chrome is just another app on my thing. No different than if I installed some other app. I can still get my security updates for Chrome. I can continue using this Chromebook and still feel like it's a safe and secure thing. I'm um, just not going to get any further OS like feature Features. updates. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. hey, virtual desk now, you know, makes you a cake, yeah. you know, at the end of the work day. Right. I don't get that anymore unless I buy a new Chromebook. But that would be a fun new feature. It would be neat. <laughs> virtual desk does a lot. Right. You know, I figure it could make, make me some cake. Sure. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, so that that all happened. It's like okay, they're going to decouple it. One sixteen. We're going to start this rollout, and then Google put out a, a developer video, like really talking about this. It was like a thirty minute video, uh, mainly for developers talking specifically to enterprise applications because that's that's their biggest concern. Probably then followed closely after with education. Like as we roll this out, we can't just be like ta da! Here's your new browser. Oh wait, though that didn't work. Crap. Oh, we didn't think about that. Yeah, we forgot about that one thing. Oh. Oh, yeah, that broke that. Oh, okay. Well, just hold on. We'll fix it. This one main tool that, like, that this can't, that company can't be. uses. Yeah. So what they're going to do uh, is roll it out, uh, I think, wisely, um, side by side. So uh, admins, system admins and stuff will be able to like just turn on lacrosse. And so they'll be able to say, you know, here's that. And this you can mark it as your primary browser. And that's what you use. And if they run into stuff, there's the fallback of the other browser if you need it. Um, I think that's the right thing to do. But they also said it's going to take about a year of doing this. And it's going <laughs> to, like, and they said, well, we'll flip the switch. We'll replace it well into 2024. Yeah. So probably this time next year, yeah. we'll, we'll finally get to the point where it's lacrosse is the thing. Like there, there won't be an option. You won't know any different. And again, I can't stress this enough. Most users, when it happens, won't even know. Um, I, I don't, They'll probably, I don't know how they'll, they'll announce it for consumers, especially. 
I would think, I would say, hey, Chrome has been updated and has a couple new features. You can switch accounts up here now instead of down here. Uh, we can update Chrome separately from Chrome OS now. Yay. And yeah. move on. Because no one's going to know any different. Yeah. But you got to think of all the system apps that rely on Chrome. The A lot of the system applications on a Chromebook are web apps, so they yep. need Chrome to run. Yep. Well, guess what? That means they have to run in lacrosse now, not, and you got to make sure they all run in lacrosse. I can't have a situation where I, my settings menu doesn't open up anymore because lacrosse didn't know what to do with that thing. You know, there, there's a hundred different ways that they have to decouple it. And if you watch the video, they kind of explain mm -hmm. like, they're like, okay, this is why it's going to take so long. <laughs> it's woven in. It's really complex. Yeah. Like this is not simple. It's a, the concept, what we're talking about, it's relatively simple, but yeah. this is not going to be a simple process. And so part of me was like, dang, a year, that kind of sucks. But then I'm like, good like google's kind of growing up a little bit because mm -hmm. a lot of times they're just like i don't know pull hey, the yeah. trigger they're like they're like hey jimmy jimmy is is lacrosse done he's like i think so they're like good flip the is switch it, is it close enough yeah we'll get some real-time feedback go yeah. ahead and just turn it on it's like 85 percent good enough <laughs> but google just like go beta fast test. break things Every, everyone's a beta tester yeah. all the time uh, so yeah. they're not going to do that but it uh, does it, it it does it's too important right and and the two big areas there that you hit on enterprise and education like they are they obviously have pushed in really far into education yeah the enterprise stuff they're still pushing like yeah. there there's a lot of stuff um i mean heck some of the partners we're working with like cameo right. and like how how integrated enterprise is is becoming yeah. in chrome os you can't you can't yeah can't you can't you up. can't go screw that up now and it, it it's cool it's cool to see google kind of doing the responsible thing and right. <laughs> taking their time. Uh, but it's also cool to like think like, Oh wow. Like Chrome OS is like doing a lot of cool stuff yeah. for a lot of, and like, so yeah, it's going to take a while for this to roll out, but you know, it's, it's, it needs to be, uh, yes. rolled out slowly. So yes. yeah, pretty cool. Uh, I, I'm really excited. I've, I've played with it a few times. I haven't, I probably haven't, it's probably good enough for I, now for you. Yeah, I probably uh, haven't tried it in the last your month or two. Stuff. There's actually a flag. Um, I think when 116 rolls out, we'll probably do a video. Uh, we'll all dig in and see what's what all is available in stable 116 with lacrosse. Uh, and go through and kind of explain how to turn it on. But I don't remember which channel I was in. It's beta or developer. Um, and you can turn on lacrosse, I think, in stable even right now. I just don't know what which of the flags are available. But there's one in 116 beta right now, I think, that allows you to set that as your only browser. And so when you click that and you restart your Chromebook, it, you only got the one Chrome. And you, other than seeing the account switcher up top there, you don't, you're not going to know. Uh, but you could, you know, do that I might and try do that. it. Yeah. Because um, I think there's the set it as only, and then there's set it as primary flag. So the set it as primary, I think, is probably the smarter way to go. Um, that means basically anytime you click a link yeah. or you open a new browser tab or whatever, it's always going to open lacrosse. It's not going to go back to opening the old the old browser up. Um, and so, I mean, I'm hoping those things are available because uh, ultimately Google needs a lot of people just doing this. Yeah. Um, you know, if it starts rolling out in 116, I think it would be very beneficial for them to maybe even on the keyword or something like make a big deal about it. Right. Try to get some outlets to talk about it get people uh, other than it. us. Yeah. <laughs> that says, "Hey, it's here. All you got to do is turn a flag on now, and and um, and once you do that, here's what to expect, and let people try it. And so, I mean, you're not going to get a ton, but you might get five thousand, yeah. ten thousand people right. that do it, um, and they can get a lot of feedback from that, and and make sure because they even said in that video, like there there are going to be unsquashed bugs. They're just it's, it's, part it's of it. too complex yeah. 
for there not to be. And so, so many layers here. Yeah. Um, you know, once I think if they can take their time and, and start getting it out in front of people, um, and don't let your, don't let just your, your main, uh, clientele base be your guinea pigs. Like don't, don't force it on these enterprise guys that frankly probably either don't care that they have a Chromebook or whatever. They just need their tool to work. So they go do their job. Like those aren't the best test people. No. Like getting consumers to test it when it's low stakes. Like, uh, yeah, like I had to restart my Chromebook while I was watching a YouTube video. Right. Browsing. It's frustrating, yeah. but whatever. It's a whole different thing when your Chromebook crashes in the middle of a, Presentation. presentation where mm-hmm. you're trying to land a million dollar deal right like you, you don't need that so i'm um, hoping that they'll they'll do some consumer facing stuff and let 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 us consumers be more of the guinea pig yeah. audience for I, this i i agree i think a a keyword oh, blog yeah. would be would be cool was there was there some other mention of of lacrosse and like multi-account stuff in a in a keyword before or am i imagining this like I want to, yeah, I, I, I think they've talked about it. It's not, it's not been secret right. or anything. It's just not been like, Hey, we're ready to Front actually center, start yeah. to do it. Yeah. Like we're going to start actually rolling it out and yeah. actually testing it and actually putting a plan in place to have it be the thing. Yeah. Right. Um, it's just been in development, but I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like they've officially said something, but maybe not. Yeah. I was just curious. Like if it has been like announced basically, I mean, other than the, the developer yeah. stuff, I don't know. Hey, we'll uh, we'll announce it for you. Yeah, uh, and, uh, yeah. I'd have Google. to look and see. There could have been Hit a session up. at I/O about right. it. Who knows? Yeah. Um, it's not been a huge. I mean, apart from like everything that we've talked about and heard about, and everything I've seen has always been something like us or Kevin and about Chromebooks or The Verge or Nine to Five or somebody finding something about lacrosse and, and talking yeah. about it, and then it getting kind of spread around. Right. I'm hoping the the um, you know, these articles that, that we've put out and that other people put out lately of like ours have done really well, mm-hmm. um, you know, spur enough interest in it that it starts yeah. getting people thinking about what's like, why is this important and what, yeah. what is it, what does it matter that this is happening? Cause it does matter. Um, I think it should be a seamless transition that most people don't know. Uh, but the people that are willing to, you know, hit control shift I and, and, and offer some feedback, I think it'd be good to get it in front of those people. Sure. Kind of the same way they did with Borealis. I mean, right. yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, they made a, a, I think they did a keyword yes. announcement on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, here's an announcement. Let's let some outlets run with it. And there are people testing it. I don't mess. I haven't messed with Borealis. I mess with it every once in a while. GeForce Now is just too freaking good. Props to those we guys. Need to, have we, we've talked about doing another video with GeForce well, Now. Well, I don't they, think they sent something a, happened. They and sent we, an email. Uh, it was embargoed. It's not now, so it got it got announced. Um, um, like we obviously talked about it at CES because we got to see. Well, I think some of the new they've stuff. even gone further than that. What, what, what? Um, let's see. I've got to make sure that this isn't embargoed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's already out there. Um, if we quickly jump to the next subject. That means <laughs> uh, <laughs> that means we had to cut this part see. of the podcast. Where's the embargo date? Where's the date? Where's just need the date. Just show it to me, darn it. Um, members. Yeah, here's all the stuff to get started. Dang it. Come on. Sorry. Come on. Come on, Robbie. Oh, I, there it is. Thursday, August 10th. Yeah, embargo lifted. So I can talk about it. Yay, um, yesterday. I, I went to go do this thing, and mm-hmm. it's it's only on Windows and Mac, I think, right now. You have to use their, the GeForce Now app to do it. But they're doing this thing. What are they calling this? Um... All, it's ultimate challenge 
Ultimate Kovacs Challenge. <laughs> I'm sure that's a game reference that I should get. I'm not that much of a gamer. K-O-V-A-A-K. Kovacs. Um, it's a lot of other things I don't really understand. But basically, it was... Like, even if you have the free GeForce Now trial, you can get this this thing that's this challenge that has different games, I think, in it. And you go and you play them, and it's hooking you up to the ultimate servers, which are now offering 240 FPS on, on certain games, Apex being one of them. And you go through these Let's challenges, doing that at and you try to basically place yourself on this leaderboard. That's it's cool. just an internal GeForce Now, but it gives you this ability for free to go and test on your hardware the, the ultimate um, and, and play some games and, and see, and they're all fast twitch stuff. I think like Doom is one of them, and and it's quick little challenges, and you just try to score whatever and put your name on the leaderboard, which I thought was ingenious. And so I was like, cool. And they sent over the stuff to do it early, so I was going to try to get it hooked up Wednesday. And I was like, you have to be on Windows, which I could have done it on our our golf simulator yeah. one, but I was like, eh. for our audience, like if I can't do this on a Chromebook yet, yeah, I just it was kind of weird. Um, but the folks at Nvidia are doing really cool stuff and like the ultimate tier that that we have i think it's like 20 bucks a month so mm-hmm. it's not like it's egregious like they've they've given it to us to use uh but like playing Fortnite or apex or any any fast moving game i was playing apex yesterday because i saw they now they've got like a little tag on the top of the games that do 240 fps oh yeah and apex was one of them i was like yeah i'm gonna hop in here and play just real quick and it's like dude it looks <laughs> great I, I, and we don't have we have fast internet here, but it's not like bonkers, yeah. crazy fast, and it's so good. Like it, it never, it doesn't feel like you're playing a game on some no. other server. It's just bonkers good. We need to do um, yeah. Well, let's do a new video because our yeah, last video kinda, did did well, and that was gosh two years ago probably now. Yeah, kind of the when state it, of yeah GeForce now and Chromebooks, uh, especially with the gaming ones. Because I think we did a quick one with uh, one of the gaming Chromebooks and just like gaming GeForce now on a gaming mm-hmm. Chromebook. Uh, but yeah, the the cool part is like I'm right now I'm testing a Chromebook that's you know 60 hertz screen, but my monitor is 120, and it's fine. Like I can play 120 hertz. Um, that's cool. Gameplay on on GeForce now even with that Chromebook, and so yeah. Um, but yeah, that, I think we got off on that with talking about Borealis. <laughs> yeah. You know, I I don't know why I would use Borealis at this point, but when they launched it. You know, they they said, "Hey, we need people to try it." Like they they actively wanted people to try it. Even so, like at the end of a gaming session, it's like, "How was a gaming session?" Yeah. You click the button, and it immediately gets you to the feedback. Um, I think they need to do that with this. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think they need to. It needs to be a toast. Tell people what they're doing. You're running this new version of Chrome on Chromebooks, and we're excited about it. And here's yeah. a couple new features. If you run into issues, please offer let us feedback. Know. Yeah. You know. Um, and maybe even every once in a while prompting people like, Hey, um, you know, we noticed you're using, uh, the new version of Chrome on Chromebooks. Care to give us five minutes to tell us what you think and let give people a very clear on ramp to tell you what's going on with it. Don't like as much as I I think lacrosse needs to roll out and people don't even need to know that it's happening. The people that you need to get feedback from need to know, like for a little bit, people need to know. Two years from now, yeah, when matter. Chromebooks come out, like whatever people, it's just the Chrome that's on Chromebooks. You won't know. Nobody will know. It's okay, and, and none of this, none of this conversation will matter anymore. But like in the time being, like I think getting consumers to give you feedback and leaning on consumers to do that, I think is a really fair thing to do. Yeah, uh, and they can do it that way. I just, I, I hope they don't lean too much on the enterprise and IT admins and stuff like that because I'm like, 
That is, some of that stuff's high stakes. Like mm-hmm. I just don't. That's not a great testing ground. Like you need to make sure it works for them. I'm not saying that. I'm just yeah. saying like they don't need to be your test dummies. Right. Um, and I guess as long as the other crumbs there is a fallback. But again, yeah. in the middle of a meeting, if something, right, if something happens, yeah. goes sideways, and you look like an idiot because you brought your Chromebook instead of your MacBook, you know, like I don't know. Yeah. I think they got to be real careful with that stuff. Yeah. Uh, one other one other last thing before before we wrap up here. Just speaking of updates. We put out a video a couple weeks ago. Last week? No, it was two yeah. weeks. Last week? Two weeks. Did you put it out last week? I put, well, I put it out the Monday after or something like that. It doesn't matter. We'll call link it, it. Call it 10 days. 10 days ago. We'll link it. Um, we just we we were looking back through our our like kind of uh, content page on the back end of YouTube Studio and noticing that like a lot of our feature videos, like the hidden features or like new features in this, were all like well received and and, and we have a lot of hardware like we've been in a hardware mode but we were like huh there's like there's a lot of people interested in new things how to do things on their chromebook and if anybody's going to deliver that content it needs to be us right like we we got to figure that out so we yeah we dove into 115 and made a little features video well and the the benefit with 115 was like there was it's funny we were talking to our google rep and uh i think my wife's getting the dog is that is she getting into she, something or? <laughs> she's busted through yeah um, she broke through the new velcro um that's like 20 pounds per piece like she got that like she deserves to get out for real um but yeah we were talking to our google rep and i was like hey by the way like i noticed 115's got two weeks extra and i think part of that's because it's in the summer so yeah. instead of doing a four week they did a, a six week uh update from 114 to 115 and i was like does that mean we got some new features coming and he was like no, that's not what that means, and that's normal. It's normally not what that means. I was like, okay, I just you know, and then I wondered, and then one fifteen came out. I was like, look at all these new features. I was like, I was right. So yeah. Peter, sorry, if you're listening to this. Sorry, I was right. <laughs> I was right. You're wrong. <laughs> just, just so we know, so everybody just, knows. Just so that it's everybody's on the same page. Just so that it's on the record. Um, let let the court reporter <laughs> read back. One fifteen. Lots of new features. Six weeks wait time. Very important. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we got, I, I wrote them down cause I was like, I gotta remember, uh, with one fifteen we got app streaming. So Esh finally became a thing. Um, it did not take as long as lacrosse to get here <laughs> and it's, it's pretty intricate. Yeah. Uh, a cool feature. Uh, if you, we've talked about it quite a bit, but, um, just a neat feature that lets you mirror your phone basically. Was it, so Esh, Esh was like the, was there a different name before app streaming? That was just the code name. Okay. Uh, internal code name. It's yeah. still like if you find yeah, it's still, it, them working on it, they all refer to it as Ash. Um, but yeah, we weren't sure exactly what it would be used for. I still think uh, one of the biggest updates, if they if they don't do it, man, I would be so mad if this never <laughs> happens. Um, and if somebody is listening that has the ability to make this thing happen, uh, I, I get there's probably some security things or whatever, but making the phone app work uh, would be so cool. It'd be it'd be the killer feature of Esh or app streaming for me. Like I don't use it that much. I would one hundred percent use it for that to be able to answer phone calls, like yeah. to get a notification when a phone call is coming in on my screen, and be able to click it and take use the audio on my Chromebook and take the phone call right then and there. Hundred percent, that would be amazing. If they're not working on that, I I would be shocked because um, all the stuff's basically there to do it. They they probably have some, a couple security things that they got to work through to figure that part out with phone calls. I don't mm-hmm. know. And carriers and blah, blah, blah. But if it's mirroring your phone, like it's mirroring. What's the matter? Yeah. 
Um, there might be Mike. I don't know if Mike access is done on S yet. I don't know if there's any. I have to check that because I can use WhatsApp yeah. on there. So I need to click the little mic and see if it'll let me go. And there's some little things that need to be fixed. Like when I click to respond to a message, for instance, in WhatsApp, the virtual keyboard pops up oh. on the app. Like it doesn't need to do that. Like something needs to tell it not to do that. I don't know how you would do that because it literally it's, is it's mirroring. mirroring. Now it doesn't show up on your phone. Like it's not like you're sitting there controlling your phone from the screen. The app is running in the background, so it doesn't take over your phone's screen. If you have a Bluetooth keyboard connected to your phone and click into a message, does it pop up the virtual keyboard? No. So, so it needs to just basically to talk to it that way. Like, hey, there's a there's a hard keyboard here present. I don't know. I'm sure they can work that stuff out. Um, but ultimately, if you don't want to install the WhatsApp uh, like web app, you don't want to install like Discord or messages they all have web components that are actually really good um, that I use on a daily basis if you don't want to do those things you could set this up and then turn your notifications on when it comes up you click the notification it opens the phone window and you respond to your message and move on it's pretty cool Um, I I don't know how many people use it for that kind of stuff but it is really neat Um, it's a it's a cool feature uh, that I think over time I think they just need to keep working the kinks out like the little stuff make it make it work really really well all the time and then be able to deliver a couple of those killer features like the phone conversations would be That'd absolutely be. killer um I've, I've toyed with the idea like i don't use text messaging too often and so i've toyed with the idea of just leaving my google messages web app closed down and just using edge for that stuff but i'm on my samsung now so i don't have Edge. it's only it's only pixels for now um, so that's, and that, that's what tells you too, that it's still kind of a work yeah. in progress. It's a, it's one of those new things that I think they'll find some pretty cool, uh, uses for, but it was cool to finally see it. Like yeah. it's here, like no flags, no, no loopholes and all that stuff. Um, the new window snapping, uh, I've had that flag on for a while, so I'm, I'm glad to see it just here yeah. when you hover over the, the maximize, minimize oh, button, you get the left, right snap, the one third, one third, there's a in newer versions of Chrome OS, um, you can hold the alt button and it flips those. So the one third flips either side and then the pop-up window flips left or right, uh, with the alt button that that'll come down the road a little bit, but, uh, the pop-up or the, uh, you know, full screen halves, one third, two third, and then, um, floating. Uh, the floating is the one I've used the most of, of those because um, for snapping, I still just grab the window and drag it to the edge, the right edge, left edge kind of thing like that. That's the quickest way to get there. And so I, I'm never going to probably use these shortcuts, but the pop up or the um, hovering window is really nice. I've used it for a few different things. Um, just when you need like if you're in a chat with somebody um, like a support chat or something where you just. That's got to be there. I've always like you know, minimized everything else. So I make uh, sure I, like I've got to not miss this because they'll be like, are you still there? Nope. Yeah. See ya. And hang up on you. Yeah. You know, I got to keep this up there. Well, now you can float it and it just stays right on top of everything mm-hmm. else. Um, I do like that feature and it's pretty sweet in uh, in tablet mode too. Like it, it does the same float thing, but then you can swipe it over off the screen. It has a little carrot that you can bring it back and it's, it's kind of cool. Um, PDF signatures is exactly what it sounds like but in the pdf yeah in the the (laughs) files app pdf viewer double click it you have tools in there you you can create your signature and then drag it to multiple places and you know you create it and it shows it up there and then you just click it when you want it and Mm -hmm. drop it into place and uh super convenient and then uh, i just kind of revamped keyboard shortcuts thing which is you know for a lot of people they 
don't sit and remember all these key like i love keyboard shortcuts i like being able to quickly do stuff um but when you forget you bring up that keyboard so all your alt shifty control e buttons cram them all down and hit the question mark and that'll come up and used to it was a little window that looked reminiscent of like chrome os 50 you know and it kind of got the job done but it was kind of hard to navigate and it was just a list and you searched yeah. and and now it's it looks like your settings menu basically there's there's um categories over on the left uh, so like taxonomy type stuff so you can this one these are for like hardware these are for os these are for web-based things you know and you can click those and, and it's kind of nice honestly like as a nerd that enjoys keyboard shortcuts to go oh cool i'm just going to click the web-based ones and see like what stuff's in here that I could do that I'm not doing? Uh, it's a whole lot easier to consume and be like, I'm going to learn a couple of new sh- keyboard shortcuts to, because they help. I mean, virtual desks, I almost never swipe my yeah. trackpad or oh, swipe yeah. up and down. I use the the, the uh, bracket things, you know, and move between them really fast. And, you know, little stuff like that. Just if you're in front of the, the desktop constantly, like knowing some of those shortcuts, just it just makes things so much easier. <laughs> Just, we, we've done a video on shortcuts back in the day. Yeah, I think. we could probably do a new, do a new, a new favorite if, favorite yeah. shortcuts because I've added some. Uh, and again, the the shortcuts app now being so nice to look at and easy to to see and kind of consume. Used to again, they were all there. It's it's not like they added any. It's just like you can kind of parse them out a little bit. It was like oh, this, it's too much. Mm-hmm. If I need to know something specific, I'll go in here and search it. But now it's kind of like oh. Well, this yeah. is just for the Chromebook. Here's some stuff. Right. No, here's just for the the browser, and here's just for this. And so, um, that was the other thing in one fifteen. Yeah. But then that's those since, are all like those big decent ones. updates. Yeah. yeah, and 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 for you know since we went to four week updates, just kind of things just trickle out. We don't get that a lot of times. Yeah. It's like here's Chrome OS whatever, and we're like, oh, no. is there anything new? Not really. Not really. No, we just okay. we fixed this thing and fixed yeah. this thing. Squashed and, a bunch of bugs. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, like. Anybody that works on Chrome OS and update team and all that stuff, like those are, it's critical. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, from a content creator standpoint, it's like, oh well, it's nothing really to talk about. Yeah. So to see a bunch of new stuff come in one update, it felt like the old school days of the big update cycles when we'd see one and be like, oh, yeah, like four new things. Yeah. Uh, Because it's it's tempting to be like, well, I guess Chrome OS is what it is, and that's just how it's going to stay. But there's a bunch of stuff still on the horizon, and from what we've heard from Google, like the new stuff that's even coming out and, and on the verge, like, you know, we're still waiting for material you to actually yeah. like, I've got all those flags turned on and I've gotten so used to seeing it that, that way that when I get a new Chromebook out, I'm like, Oh Whoa. God, what is this? This is, this, <laughs> this is no good. Uh, cause they all work so good. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with it. The new split, you know, notifications and the panel and all that kind of like that stuff's awesome. Um, and probably coming out in the next couple versions, but, you know, they're saying, like, the stuff that we're seeing right now is still just the tip of the iceberg of things that they want to do and integrate. And, and it's just, it's becoming this nice holistic feel, yep. like this OS that it's not just like, oh, wow, I can get away with using this. It's like, oh, absolutely. It actually has some cool I stuff. I prefer using, like, yeah. the, it is such a nice creature comfort to use this device versus other devices that don't do this stuff as well. Yeah. Um, they're, they've done a great job the last couple of years of addressing those types of features. And I think from what we can tell, like just yeah. a lot more of that coming. Yeah. So it's a definitely a, it felt like there for a little bit, it was just this, this refinement, you know, which is, which is great. Again, like, good, to, good to have that. Yeah. But, it's like make a big, few big changes and then spend some time tweaking those right. things. And that's fine. Like yeah. that's kind of the better way to do things yeah. than just throwing new stuff yeah. out all the time and it always being broken. So are we for sure that one sixteen will have lacrosse? 
Um, or, not not one hundred percent, just based on code commits and stuff. Like, and, and again, lacrosse is there in one fifteen mm-hmm. to an extent. I just don't. I think one sixteen will be where they actually have it laid out to where it's going to be probably a little simpler to enable it and start using it. Um, Hopefully that means it might come, maybe not, but hopefully with with some sort of, you know, feedback or toasts or something telling you what's going on. I remember you showing me, I mean, this was, gosh, six months ago probably. There's like three different flags that you had to turn on or whether... Yeah, it's gone through all kinds yeah. of different stuff. Uh, um, I just remember that and being like, oh, like the average person probably isn't going to no, hop in yeah. here and do this and know which flag to turn yeah, on. Yeah, because I'm trying to remember what other ones, because um, like for Material U for right now, and granted it's it's enable, they call it jelly jelly styling or jelly colors yeah. uh, for this. And then it's like, do you want jelly coloring on this? And yeah. It's like, well, yeah, if you're going to have the whole experience, yeah. And there's a flag for out-of-the-box experience. I'm like, how would that, like what? Why is that flag here? Because, oh, I guess if I signed in a new account, maybe I would see it. Oh, like, no. how am I going to get to the out-of-box experience without resetting <laughs> right, the phone book? Exactly. Like, what good is this flag? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it, but uh, that might work. That, I might add a yeah. new account and see if I can see it. But, you know, the diagnostics app, the settings app. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And so each one of yeah, those is an individual flag. Yeah. And so I don't think it was ever that bad with lacrosse. I'm trying to remember what uh, the other flags would have been. Because uh, there's, you know, they enable lacrosse and then enable lacrosse is. Pro- uh, it was because it was like, well, do you want to enable lacrosse to handle your web apps or no? Yeah. And it's like, because, and it would be this kind of split thing. So you go to click a link and it would open the other browser yeah. instead of lacrosse. Yeah. And so I, I haven't even used it since. Yeah. Uh, God, it's probably been back then. Since I feel I like Michael's with it. played with it a lot. Yeah, and I know Kevin, who kind of came out, uh, is the one that found the the stuff from 116 from about Chromebooks. Uh, he he said he operates out of it all the time yeah. like he's full-time with it now um so i it, it may be time to try it yeah i might I'm, give I'll, it a run I'll get it, yeah i'll get it set up like see where it's at in 115 mm-hmm. and if it's not great in 115 it'd be interesting to see um where it is in 116 when it comes out because did you say it's in stable are the flags in stable do i yeah they've switch? been uh, some of them that, that's a thing sometimes like the dev channel like you'll have some of the flags available but some of the flags aren't available all of them in stable and so mm-hmm. Uh, we'd have to see. I've got a Chromebook out there, and I think one in beta and one in dev, so we could kind of see where it's yeah. at. And, um, but ultimately, I think for content purposes anyway, uh, I think it would make sense to wait till 116 right. hits. For sure. For sure. Uh, one other just – I know I said that was our last thing, but you I did. do want to mention the deals. It. I do want to mention the deals. I do want to mention the deals. Cause <laughs> the deals are so the dumb. The deals right are now. silly sauce right now. Like it's, it's dumb. There were a few while I was in Italy, like <laughs> just scrolling through my notifications. Like, what? What is going on here? Let's see. I'm trying to find when Chrome on uh, Chrome M dash. There we go. So 116 is due out. Chrome on stable 22nd. So 11 oh, days. Yeah. I think that's going to be like a five week then turn. Mm-hmm. So that. Again, I know Peter said it's not that's not the case, but it's a longer term. Kind of seems that way, Peter. <laughs> yeah, there's some big stuff there, and it's going to be uh-huh. some big stuff here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, deals. Uh, just posted one today. The 11th gen Intel um, based uh, HP X360 14C, which of the flips, like we we did the unboxing on the new one, and like the chassis is really yeah, flimsy on the bottom, which is such a bummer because all of those have been so like well built built. like my only issue with any of them has always been the 215 inch screen that hp seems married to i don't know what the deal is with that but um that's 
like the, with that one, the 11th gen one, I was like, that's it. I'm, there's nothing else wrong with this. The keyboard feels fantastic. It literally is one of the best keyboards on a Chromebook. Trackpads, glass, perfectly fit. Most of it's aluminum. It feels great. Upward firing speakers, fingerprint scanner, convertible form factor, USI stylus, you know, 11th gen internals, 8 gigs, 128 gigs of storage, like all of it. It's got it. And it looks fantastic. It's a great, great looking, looking Chromebook. Great looking device. And it's on sale right now. It's MSRP is six ninety nine, and again, I know there's a new version with the twelfth gen processor inside. For most users, like ninety five percent of users, you will not be able to tell the difference. You would not know. Um, it's incredibly fast. AUE is still going to be what twenty thirty probably um, on a device like that. <laughs> they have it marked off or marked down three hundred and fifty dollars. Three hundred and fifty dollars off right now, so you can get that device for three hundred and fifty bucks. Um, it's it's just silly. Silly sauce. And when you, if you go pick up something like that for 350 bucks and open it, and it's like, wow, it has this and has that. It has this. How is yeah. this possible right. that this is $350? Um, the, um, we mentioned it earlier, the 514 with the Companio 828 that I went back and watched my review, and I'm like, I still stand by all of that stuff. Like, it, this device getting its 14 or 16 hours of battery life, which is ludicrous, and it's big glass trackpad and very comfortable keyboard, pretty good screen super thin no fans uh it's 250 bucks direct from acer right now um and it's i think it's that's probably the last of them um it is a four gig model but still 250 dollars for a really excellent chromebook um and that's not to mention the the brand new asus cm 34 that we just talked about that it's the cx 34 just in a different color with some different changes and stuff it's normally only 500 bucks to start it's 300 dollars right now so it's 200 dollars <laughs> off, off. There's multiple other ones that are 200 off. Um, the Slim 3 is back down to 170 It's $169. We did a video on it. Um, it is a great Chromebook. Um, it's not going to be as fast as some of these other ones we're talking about, but it's also $170. Um, I'm just going off the top of my head here. Um, tablets are not on sale right now. My favorite. The, <laughs> the, one, uh, the Duet tablet sale just comes and goes okay. constantly. The, uh, the, one, the one that was on sale that is like always my favorite thing on sale was the the 516 GE. I just I love that Chromebook so much. Every time I use it, I'm just like, man, I love this thing. No touchscreen on it, but everything else is superlative and fantastic. And it's huge, but it's only 3.7 pounds. Like, I, I love that Chromebook so much. Uh, it's it a was, workhorse. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was 450 at one point, and then it was 500, I think, last week. It's not on sale right now, but, I mean, just wait, if that's yeah. what you're wanting, wait for a minute. It'll It'll go back on sale. Uh, and when it's on sale, it's it's hard for me to recommend any. If you're going to spend four or five hundred bucks on a Chromebook, it's hard to recommend anything other than it. What is the other one that's on sale? Oh, the 714. Uh, so the new 714, yep. uh, 13th gen Intel. It's what's on my desk right now. Uh, eight gigs of RAM, 256 storage, 400 nit screen, built just like a tank. It's like Acer's killing it lately, by the way. Um, beautiful Chromebook. They removed the stylus. I'm back and forth on that. Uh, it has like the little spot for it. No, you're thinking of the Asus, that little thin Asus. Oh, okay. I was like, I know you also, showed me one yesterday that had the spot for it. Which <laughs> it is not on sale, out. but also cheap. Uh, the new Asus with the MediaTek Apeño 520 that we saw in Vegas. Uh, it's a different one. Like, it's a Walmart special. Uh, it's gray instead of the black that we saw. So it's got a few differences. They took the stylus out of it, but it's still like a 300-nit screen. Nice keyboard, nice trackpad, super thin, super light, great battery life. It's MSRP. It's not even on sale. It's two hundred and seventy bucks. 
you know <laughs> like it's it's crazy uh there's just so many deals right now oh but the the 714 uh i think it was 200 bucks off as well wow um and so it's msrp is i don't know that i saw that one i missed that one that's, like, that's, so it's down to 500 bucks that's great and for that again it's one of those devices i picked it up and took it to lunch um wednesday and did a, a meeting at lunch and took it with me and i was sat in a spot where it's literally surrounded by windows screen was great i was on a call i used its internal mics uh is in a restaurant no, no problem. problems um keyboards greats backlit glass trackpad all the all the niceties like it's a flagship style chromebook and it's 500 dollars. i mean I, I don't really have anything negative to say about it yeah except you know like if you loved a stowed stylus the the 714 from last year that it's basically identical to um, did have a stowed stylus in it. And it doesn't have a fingerprint scanner if that's a huge deal. Not really to me. I've, yeah. I've got a pin that I can do really quick so it doesn't bother me too much. But I've got mine down pat. But again, 500 bucks. I'm like, yeah. it's, it's, I love it. I love the fact that we're getting to the point where these nicer Chromebooks keep falling down in a five to $600 range constantly. Like, it got weird there for a little mm-hmm. bit where if you want the nicer Chromebooks, which like I do, and so I figure there are other people that do. Like you don't want plastic, but even those are getting better. <laughs> like the, the Flex, slim. the Flex Three I and the Slim Three are great from Lenovo, um, and there's Asus one too. I don't know if you picked it up yet. I have not yet. Firm, like yeah. pick it up. And you're like, I don't know what this plastic is, but y'all need to keep using it. Or if you put a frame on the inside, or I don't know, I don't know what they're doing, but good on you. Like stop making flimsy Chromebooks. That's why shame on. HP for that new X360. Mm-hmm. There's no sense in that thing being flimsy on the bottom. Um, but yeah, there's just so many good Chromebooks. And I'm like, this is back to school, which is, I mean, it's obviously a big a big time. But when you think about education, school, and Chromebooks, schools go buy Chromebooks. You know, like parents are going to buy Chromebooks sometimes for some students or whatever. Uh, but it's not like they're buying, buying them by the boatloads. I don't know what the heck's going to happen for Black the Friday, holiday season. Yeah. Good gravy! If this is the tip of the iceberg, then <laughs> holy moly, it's gonna don't get crazy. like unless you have to have a Chromebook right now. If you're just kind of well, shopping around right now, I'd say yeah, go ahead and get one. Yeah, if, if you're into it. But it's in, probably I'd say after this week's over, I'd say it, most of these are gonna dry up. I would think for a little bit. But if if you're in that phase, the yeah. dry phase, and and it's just there's not off. anything out there, just hold off. Yeah, the the ones that are on sale right now, God, these are these are fantastic really deals. deals. If you need one of those, go get it. But, but if it's if not on sale, and you go check, and you're or like, if yeah. you're looking at a particular Chromebook, you're like, man, I'm waiting for it to go on sale. I don't know that there's any Chromebook that's like not going on sale right now. Like used to, Asus has never did. Remember, Asus right. was always like hardcore, like never went on sale. Yeah. That's not a thing anymore. Nope. Like, they're learning to play the game. Everyone's got in on this. Like, they price their Chromebooks to put them on sale. And so, buy a Chromebook at MSRP if you have to. Like, if you're absolutely forced to. But other than that, just hold off a minute. And even if you're waiting on a particular Chromebook, you probably won't wait from what it feels like at this point from now to the end of the year. You likely won't wait more than three or four weeks before it goes on sale. I, I don't know that any Chromebook has been like, oh, that one's never been on sale. Like, all of them are on sale all the time. Like they're just constantly going Dragonfly Poro. It's not at Best Buy yet. Uh, when it gets when Best Buy, it, it'll it, be on sale. When it, when it gets there, it's going to be on sale for yeah. sure. Yeah. If, if they launch it over there. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's a unicorn. Yeah. Um, it's an anomaly. You know, it's lovely, but yeah. it's also a unicorn. So, yeah, for sure. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to include the deal stuff just because if people are listening, we normally don't talk about deals on here because somebody might listen to this 
two weeks from two now, weeks from now, and then it's like, well, none of that, none of those are on sale. But these are these are some great deals. So if you're looking for a Chromebook, and I do go th- check out the deal section I on the do website. Think, yeah, like just it, in general, if you're listening to this and you're like, ah, I think it might be a couple weeks since they did this, that's fine. Go just go yeah. on the website, go to the menu, hit deals, and just see what's on there. Yeah. Uh, on the newsletter you can go yep. get subscribed there's a deals uh we send out a specific deals newsletter yep. when we post those um so you can just sign up just for deals if you want to do that yep. uh but the there's so many of them right now and i mean we're getting close to moving into quarter four which is when it just goes haywire so it's going to be there's gonna be a lot of deals yep. um because there's not a bunch of new chromebooks coming right. out and that's the reason yep. like we don't have a bunch of these brand new big flagship devices they went and launched them in the summer, early summer, they're here. They're already here, and so they're primed to go on sale. And they're going to all be on sale. I like probably. it. And I Best like Buy it. has figured it out. Like yeah. they got like, hey, we can sell a bunch of these, and they're the only ones doing it right. Yeah, uh, Amazon. I've the stopped sending are, anyone to Amazon. Yeah, the listings are good, and yeah, they they have good inventory. Yep, tons great of, inventory. Tons of reviews. You can walk in the store and look at them most yep. of the times. Especially if you have a bigger Best Buy, you can probably go and see ten different models of right. Chromebooks. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's that's where we'd say to go buy them. Yep, for sure, for sure. But uh, but yeah, there you have it. Appreciate you all tuning in and listening this week. Uh, maybe next week we'll get back into a video episode. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you tuning in and listening. We'll catch you all next week. See you. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.